This is The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hello, hello, people of God. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Thank you for joining us once again here at The Peaceful Corner as we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. All right. Today we're going to be talking about, you know, I'm not really, I don't really have any verses in front of me or anything like that. But we're going to be talking about holiness. I'm not going to go deep into it, you know. I just want to kind of, you know, we're just going to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Give some thoughts here and there. And I really hope you guys can, you know, um, share your thoughts as well. Right? Um, share your thoughts in the comments, um, wherever. Um, or whatever platform you're listening to. Or send us an email. Send us an email at thepeacefulcornerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, but holiness, um, is to be like God. <laughs> I feel like it's probably one of the simplest ways to, one of the sim- oh, simplest way to put it. Holiness is being like God. You know, when we say we want to be like God, what do we really mean? What do we really mean when we say that? Do we, are we just saying that say, for saying sake or... Do we really mean that, oh, I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like God. I want to be like him in every way. I want to, you know, be like him, you know, who walks in love, who is patient, who is kind, who is slow to anger, who is um, um, giving, right? Who um, who does not like anything, who has everything, you know, who lives a sin-free life, who is not sick. Holiness. You know what I mean? Who does not live in... Yeah, it doesn't even li- like living outside God. I feel like that's what's not holiness. You know what I mean? Everything that's not God is, you know, obviously not religiously and not, you know, but holiness is kind of it's just in God. Let's let's even see what let's search what the definition of holiness is. Holiness is is the state of being holy. <laughs> The state of being holy. Um, godliness. Alright, let's see. What does holy mean? I think that's where we should even start for. What does holy mean? Holy is, uh, it means, well, from the Oxford language, I believe the Oxford Dictionary says, dedicated or consecrated to God. Alright? Gradated or consecrated to God or a religious purpose, sacred, the Holy Bible. We call it the Holy Bible because it is sacred, right? We call it the Holy Bible because it's full of truth. We call it the Holy Bible because it's full of God's word. It's full of things that can't be changed. It's holy. It's sacred. So maybe we should, it's just that that should be doing something for us right there. That, okay, I should take the word of God seriously because it's holy. Something holy, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, um, I, I, I remember when I visited the Vatican. Right, the Catholic, the biggest Catholic church in the world, you know where the Pope lives. You know we can't even enter where the Pope lives, <laughs> but the church itself it's so holy that, you know, there's so many things, you know, so many things that are sacred in, the, in that place that you can't, you know, you're not allowed to take pictures of certain things. Um, but, um they have a dress code even before you enter into the, um, the main sanctuary, right? You can't like we we can't wear shorts, you can't wear short sneakers. Right, even though it was hot outside, we couldn't wear it. So people who wore it had to stay outside. Um, there are certain things I just can't do because the place is considered holy. 
You know what I'm saying? And so if you think about it, when we're doing certain, certain doing things, certain things, we're like, oh my God, it's holy. We're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to do that. Right? So now let's think about our life in God. We're supposed to be holy. The Bible says, be holy for I am holy. For without holiness, none shall see God. Be ye holy for I am holy. Be holy because God is holy. So in in maybe in the simplest way I can put it, you know, in my understanding is be like me because that's how I am. You know? Be like me because that's who I am. Be like me because this is who I am. Be holy for I am holy. Be you be like me because that's what I am. I think that's even better. Be be this way because that's what I am. Be holy because that's what I am. So are we striving every day to be holy? I ask myself. I ask myself myself that question multiple times. Peace, are you living holy life? Are you actually being? Are you actually living a holy life? What you're doing right now is that in alignment to the holiness of God. <laughs> Big words, I know, but is that an alignment to the holiness? Like, are you being holy with what you're doing and the way you're talking, what you're saying? Are you living holy, or are you just saying things? You know, anyway, are you conformed to the world? Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm coming to understanding every day that there's a reason why God is saying, be transformed with the renewing of your mind, because your mind is like a playground, man. Especially if you leave it for the devil, he will play in your mind. You will think the thoughts that you never thought you could even think in your life. But where is that coming from? It's coming from our hearts. And I think it just takes us back to how God, the Bible, in the Bible, David tells us, it's asking God, God, create me a new heart. Oh, God, consecrate my heart, Lord. I want to be like you. Uh, you know, he's crying to God, created me a new heart. Um, renew or right my spirit. Renew, that, that word again, renew or right my spirit within me. Right? Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. You know, thankfully, you know, we are in the time where the Holy Spirit dwells in us, right? The Holy Spirit can be dwelling in you, but your heart is not sacred to God. And so the Holy Spirit can't really do anything. It's like you, um, it's like you putting the Holy Spirit in a cage and punishing him and pouring hot water on him every day, beating him. Like, and because you're not taking care of your heart, it's not holy. It's not conducive for the Holy Spirit. You're, or even, okay, let's, okay, that cage scenario may be a little too extreme. But like, think about your child, right? A baby, for example, like you're gonna keep extra care to the baby. You're not gonna allow him to, you know, you're not gonna just allow the baby to, you know, we're gonna keep him away from dirt. You're not just gonna allow everybody to carry him. You know, sometimes some people carry hand sanitizer everywhere because if you're gonna carry my baby, you have to put hand sanitizer in your hands so your hands can be clean. Um, it's not to be offensive, but you know, let's let's be, you know, the baby is more susceptible to diseases, right? Not that the Holy Spirit is, but like think about it. You're not gonna keep your baby in a room that's full of filth. And dirt and spiders and oh my god, you know what I mean and all sorts of things, right? You're gonna keep them in a place that's clean, a, a nice bed with new linens and new um, things. You know, you're gonna clean them and all that, right? So now let's shift from that example and think about how the Holy Spirit is living in our hearts. The Holy Spirit is living in our hearts, right? Because he um he dwells there, right? You accepted Jesus into your life. He dwells there. So, is your heart clean? Or are you punishing the Holy Spirit to stay in a place that's not clean? 
Do you get what I'm saying? He can't even stay there for long if he he will eventually leave. So I take not your Holy Spirit away from me. Do you get what I'm saying? But thank God the Holy Spirit is not going to be taken away from you because nothing can separate you from the love of God. Amen. Um, but regardless, are you living holy? Is your life consecrated to God? You know, recently I've just been thinking. I'm like, wow, we can we are so conformed to so many things in this world. We are we 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 are so conformed to many things in this world. God have mercy on us, where we allow so many things to be so acceptable when they're wrong. We're okay with so many things that we should not be okay with. We're fine with so many things we should not be fine with, right? We're cursing. We're saying ill things to people around us. We're saying bad things to people around us. You know, the Bible even tells us that we should not even say ill things. Ill things should not even come proceed from our mouth, right? I, I believe that. Let me let me quickly look for that scripture. Ill thoughts. I think it's ill thoughts. <sighs> yeah, ill thoughts. Uh, Mm-mm. Okay, I can't. I don't think I can find it right now. But it says ill thoughts should not proceed from our mouth. It says that you know we shouldn't just speak things. You know, um, that we should not be speaking. I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying, right? We should not like you know we should not be thinking bad thoughts, and they should not even come out of our mouth. Um, I'll find it hopefully before we finish. Um, but. Yes, are you living a life that is of God? Or are you allowing the devil to move in your heart? You know, are you allowing the devil to deceive you, you know, with devices of the enemy? Are you stingy? Is that in the character of God? Holiness is the character of God. It's who God is, right? So are you acting as God? Do you, are you, do you easily give or are you stingy? See what I'm saying? Are you ready to help those when they need help? When someone says they need help, it means that you are dropping everything that you have, to, that you are doing to help them because you're in a position to help them. Do you what I'm saying? If you're not in a position to help them, that's a different question. But if you can help, it's better for you to help. If you say no, are you in the character of God? Just a question, you know? I'm going to ask myself these questions. You know, in the way you thought, things you say, are you gossiping? Is that in the character of God? The little, little jokes that we make here and there that we think are funny. Is that in the character of God? I remember one time our ton overseer in RCCG, God bless him, Master Iyadeboye, and he told us that we should not, we should stay away from making, you know, bad jokes or dirty jokes. They're not, they're not of God, right? They may seem funny to us, but they're not of God. We can laugh at things that are fine, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? They're, God's not against us having jokes, but we should not speak ill things. We should not speak ill things. Things that are not that God would not say should not proceed out of our mouth. God is not a wicked God. God will never do things that are wicked to you. Do you know what I'm saying? 
So you should never speak ill things. You should never do things that God would not do. I don't think that's a place for us. That's even a way we can do it. Don't do things that God would not do. Don't do things that God would not do. You know, sometimes we are frustrated or, you know, we're in a position where we don't like what's going on, you know, and we just act based off our emotions. You know, and sometimes our emotions are just how we feel in that moment. They're not necessarily true. They're real, but they're not necessarily true, right? Sometimes we may feel a certain way, but it does not mean that that's who we are. You know what I'm saying? But then if we really think about it, are we like God? Because does God respond to us in emotion? Something to think of, you know? God definitely does have emotion, though. You know, he feels. He feels happy. We can make him sad, right? Um, you know, we definitely don't want to make him angry. <laughs> um, but are you like God? Are you walking to live a holy life like God? In the words that you speak and how you interact with people. When people say things to you, you know, that you may not like, how do you respond? Would you respond in the way God would respond? I just imagine, I just see how Jesus was walking around on this earth and how he would respond to different things and he would just respond in such wisdom that it was almost as though Jesus was not even answering them but then he was answering them in the most <laughs> in the most like I don't even know the word in the most like savage right like you know you can see people in the most savage ways ever he was just responding to them like yeah mm-hmm do you get what I'm saying? Um, and or he would even he would even answer their question with a question. Do you get what I'm saying? But not that you should be savage to people. But um, are you answering in God's wisdom? Are you answering your emotions? Are you allowing your emotions to cloud the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you so that He can tell you what to say? Right, and he's the Holy Spirit for a reason. Holy is right in front of you. Sacred. It's the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit lives in you. And he's the Spirit, you know, of God. And he will guide us into all truths, you understand. That's why he's the Holy Spirit. Um, and he knows what to say and how to do it and how to respond. You know, it's just about us listening and embodying God so that we can just live like God, live a holy life. You know, I, you know, I just, I imagine and I can see how in the word, it kind of just shows us that in that life that we try to, that we decide to live, which is of God, we can live in love and joy and peace and in, and we can live in, 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 um, in the way that God wants us to live. It says in him, we move, we live and we have our being. When we live a holy life, we, you know, everything is settled. Do you know what I'm saying? And when the time comes for us to do different things, we're able to do it seamlessly because we're living a holy life. The devil doesn't will not have really any legal ground when you live a holy life. What legal ground will he have unless God allows him, right? Like Job. Job was a righteous man. He did all that he was supposed to do, right? But God allowed it. That was the only exception, right? There was no reason, to be honest, for the devil to even you get like come for him but i was like oh that i know that this the, look at where he the angle that he came from he said that if we do this to job he will deny you right he will say you are not god he doesn't love you anymore but you know and god allowed it to show that job was not even like that um but outside of that example um 
can we live a holy life? Can we be, can people say, can God be look at us and say, oh my, this is my son, this is my daughter, she's righteous, he's righteous, he's righteous, he's holy, she's not acceptable to God. Or can the devil look at us and say, oh, not even, not even. This person is full of sin. Their heart is full of sin. They're conformed to the world. They accept so many things. We allow so many things to be okay when they're not okay. I don't, I, you know, I hope you're following me slowly but surely, right? So many things are not okay, but we say they are, and we allow them in our space. We allow them in the church. We allow them in our house. We allow them in our conversations. We allow them in our fellowships. We allow them in my ministries. They're not okay. There are certain things of this world that are not okay, and we should be able to stand with the truth. We should be able to say, no, this is wrong, and this is not how God would do it. This is not acceptable before the sight of God, so it should not be done. But why are we so complacent to so many things in the world? I mean, it's really a question that we should ask ourselves. Why are we complacent to the things in the world? God obviously is not approving of these things. So why are we holiness, living a life of holiness? I think this is a good place to stop. And just, it's just so, yeah, because it's just a conversation, really not, you know, going deep into the word or I mean, the Bible or anything to pull out things. But just for, for us to think about it and what that means. And I, I encourage you to even go search in the word, to be honest. Um, and see, what does God expect us? How does God how does he expect us to live as holy people? Um, you know, the Bible tells us we are a chosen generation. Wait, wait, we are a chosen generation, right? A holy, uh, 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 holy people. Or peculiar people. Sorry, I think that was not even the... Hold on. We are a chosen generation. Let me just, uh, I don't want, I don't ever want to misquote, you know, what the Bible says. Um, oh, okay. Give me a moment. We are a chosen generation. A holy nation. That is what it says. We are chosen generation, a royal priesthood. That is another episode right there. A royal priesthood and a holy nation, a holy nation. So all of us together in this generation, we are, so we says, but you are a, like, this is who you are. This is who we meant to be. Where his own, I mean, in that verse, I mean, let's just read it. First Peter 2, 9 says in the Bible, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. His own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you from darkness into light. That's, you know, think about it. God called you from the, he brought you from the Maraclay, such as you on the rocks this day. He brought you from darkness into light. You are his chosen people. So you can declare and proclaim that this is the God that has called us his people. This is the God that has called us from darkness into light. Who has brought us from darkness into light. Who has done the marvelous things in our lives. To praise the one who has called you into this place that you are. Yeah? Are we are we understanding? So, we're going to have another episode. And we're going to have a guest. And we're going to talk about holiness. And the life that God wants us to live as holy people. And I pray that this blesses you. And I love you all. Thank you for joining. Here's at the, here at the Peace of Corner. Like I said, I encourage you to go into the word, search, you know, look for where and how God wants us to live as holy people. And I pray that God will help us to live as holy people, even in this end time, 
so that we can stand, right? Sinless, spotless, you know, just like Jesus. I love you all. Thank you for joining once again. God bless you.